The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Tapp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Today we're going to talk about what happens when you can't. What happens when you can't find that space inside of yourself where you can expand or maybe that safe place. Maybe thinking about somebody who's out there is just too hard right now. Sometimes the brain just likes to take us wherever it wants to take us. And we have to remember that the mind is a magnificent tool to support, to support the soul, to support the heart, and to support the gut. And it needs to be up front and center sometimes, you know, because we might need to run from the lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, you know, we know in this society that our adrenal system might be overactive because we don't need to be in that state all the time. But what happens when something happens and you're in that state? And you're in that state all the time while you're going through that. You're in that knee-jerk reaction. You're afraid to fall asleep because, well, maybe you want to fall asleep because it's an escape or you're afraid to fall asleep because you know you're going to wake up to the reality that you're not very comfortable with right now on the physical plane. And of course, we talk about so much the reality of what's going on on the spiritual plane and that connection. It's very real. We talk about that love is greater than pain. And of course it is. To reiterate, you wouldn't be in so much pain if you didn't love. So where do you put that love? What happens when you can't? You just... You, Put whatever words you want to in front of it. But what happens when the heart is aching so much, the gut is just flummoxed and not knowing how to best protect or guide you. And the mind looks back at the past, maybe all those pain in the neck things of what you could have done differently, what you could have said, how you could have... Well, of course, we know now that our loved ones are out there listening and with us and wanting our peace. Yes, our peace our expansion, our ability to rest, to kick back and lay our head back, really with them, 
They want that for us. We want that for them. We talked about that phrase, rest in peace. And of course, rest, while it's resting, it's still an action-oriented word. So we're, with that term, we're admitting, we're justifying, we're reacting, we're knowing, whatever words you want to put in, that they're there and that they're looking for peace. You think they're peaceful if we're not okay? We don't need to feel guilty if we're not okay and they're not peaceful about it. We're all in this together. But sometimes you can't. You just can't. So what do you do then? I'm a big Jason Mraz fan, and he's on tour now, and there was an online concert you could tap into. And he talked about the things he does when he's really, really upset. I hope, Jason, this is okay with you. Um, I, I don't mean to steal your ideas, but this is out there, and he's telling everybody. So um, if you caught him, you already heard it. But he said when things get really, really rough, first he cries his eyes out, and he just cries and cries. And then he says when his heart is somewhat emptied out, he says thank you. He just looks up, finds anything, and says thank you. And then he talked about how after that, you make a plan. I know I'm ad-libbing here. I don't remember the exact context. My, my heart does. My soul does. But it was about a way of expanding and opening up and putting one foot in front of the other. And, you know, we're all in this pattern in so many ways in our life. But when somebody we love has gone out of body, well, that's something that will not change in the physical for us for the rest of our days. And that is a very, very hard thing. And if you're feeling tears coming up, let them. Because on the other side of crying your eyes out, they tell us out there that, you know, the heart, you know, you empty it out that way. Not literally, of course. But you allow that to go out and think of all that space for you to be able to hear, for you to be able to breathe. Just be able to breathe. So what do you do when you can't? Take a deep breath and let's do our protection. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and healed. It's always around us. It's a reminder. You think divine needs to be reminded? No, no, no. It's always there. Our loved ones are surrounding us in light. But when we reiterate, when we download, when we talk about it, when we collaborate, how much stronger that light is. So while I know and we all know that that light is around us all the time and oracly it's always there and expanding and touching other people, I've watched while people do this mantra and watch the auroric field just get bigger and bigger and bigger and people coming in and sharing it. And people have seen the same with me. And it does clear the energy in the room. It lightens the energy. So it's nice we did that, but what happens when you still can't? So Harry is sitting here, as he always does during podcasts, and we call him the Wrangler because he always clears the way for me to be doing what we do. And I joke around because sometimes he'll see the forest. I won't see the forest for the trees, and he does. And you know how into trees we are especially since we've been going through, as I've shared, some health challenges, and he's really been downloading vulnerability. Oh, my goodness, what a great teacher. So we're having some fun with that. And, you know, it's helping when things are challenging, I have to say. Dad's a little more balanced 
for everyone. It's it's the heart as opposed to the mind. And we're we're finding out as we're going through these challenges, if you let the mind go too far forward, too far back, ah, you're better off staying right here. So right here, Harry wrote down some notes. Keith wrote down a connection and vibration from memory or a thought. What happens when you can't? Well, you have your memories. Those memories, well, he wrote down, connection and vibration from a memory or thought of a loved one or a dear friend who has passed may trigger a smile, a wave of chills, or teary eyes, which may be a confirmation of our connection to our loved ones and may empower or trigger us to share the positive feeling and energy with others and those around us or anyone we may encounter who needs some help, which may be just a smile or a thank you or opening a door for them. Every day is a gift. I'm adding in now, even when you don't feel that way, and it's hard to think that way, but let's just put that out there. Every day is a gift. And what he wrote after that is, accept and enjoy the gift and share the joy of every day with others. We are who we are because of our family, our friends, our strength. That support that we've gained from our relationships and family history, whether it's positive or perhaps even at times negative. Honor them each and every day by being, by being yourself, the person that your friends and family love and continue to love. It's interesting he wrote that. We're going through challenges, and he's sitting in a chair the other day, and he says, you know, and, and this has happened a few times. Maybe I've already shared this. He could feel his mom, and I look over. His mom is hugging him. Did she come in, and is that why he thought of her? Or did he think of her, and the thought pulled her in? What do we do when we can't? You see, out there, they're saying we can, and they do. And we don't need to worry about that. And we have to be very careful to not turn things upside down in that great thinker of ours and think, oh my goodness, I've been so sad and that's upsetting them. Yes, they want us to be happy. We talk about them resting in peace. Believe me, they, they talk about they don't want to rest. They're pretty active. They're back out there. They're back with the people that they left behind when they came in. Guides, all kinds of, you know, angels, archangels, divine consciousness. And they have full access to us. We needn't worry about them in that way. We needn't worry about them being okay because they are okay. And here's the other thing they know. They know for certain that time goes on and on and on. Our days here, that's another story. But in terms of our souls and our connection with each other, the love, the growth, the camaraderie, the compassion, the empathy, the love, that's forever and ever and ever. You see, they know that out of body. We tend to forget it because we're a full-on soul, just like they are, but we're in our vehicle. Can you imagine getting into your car and having amnesia? That's what happens with a lot of us. And, you know, that is the divine setup. In such a way, more and more people are coming in with soul memory. Watch babies look over your head. Watch them as they play with people that you can't quite see sometimes. It's all going on, but you see the distraction of the earth plane is just what the divine ordered. That's the prescription for us to have the challenges to learn who we are. The divine setup is in the, hopefully not forgetting entirely, 
but getting very, very busy with the colors and action and beauty of the earth plane and the people on it. And if all our attention goes there, isn't that divine? Because when our attention goes there with joy and expansion and light and dancing and singing and all that the, that the world has to offer, our vibration goes up. And when our vibration goes up, we're closer to the out-of-body people, the angels, the archangels, all those out there who know and are supporting us and are holding us. So we pray to them, we talk to them. Do they need it? Of course they do. Just because they're out there and they know that we'll all be together at one point, the love will be shared, the grief will drain away. So we know that they're okay knowing that, but they're very concerned about our knowing that. So if we're having a hard time, they're very concerned for us and they're loving us, but they know, they know that eventually we will be okay. Allowing ourselves, well, it's hard. What, what is okay? You know, you're not. If you're not, you're not. But what does it mean? What is it that they're hoping to help us? And this is channeled in. They want to help us take responsibility. Like Harry said, maybe it's a memory. Maybe it's a thought. We all have triggers. Music, oh boy, music is a trigger. There are a bunch of people out here that want me to acknowledge that for a lot of you. It's really hard to go into stores or public places where there might be music on. And maybe eventually that song, those memories, you'll feel it's wrapping around you and a hug from your loved one because they'll pull us to it. Oh, yes, they will. But if it's raw and if it's hard, it's a knee-jerk reaction. But you know what they want to tell us? As hard as that is, they're sending it as a hug. If you need to avoid it, that's fine. We get that, they say. Oh, they want me to share with you. One time I was in a store and I was getting a prescription filled for somebody and it was a very tough time. And someone I knew came up to me and said, how are you? And I just looked at them and you know when you're most vulnerable, the kindness, is, it's like you appreciate it, but it's just, I burst into tears and ran out of the store and, and let them know later what was cooking. Sometimes we're just not in a position to be out there. We're not in a position, we can't. That's what we're talking about, what to do when you can't. And it's okay when we can't. Take a deep breath and notice how the heart is feeling. Let's drop down from the mind. The mind is trying to protect you. Notice the energy through the soles of the feet. If they're flat on the ground, feel the magnetism to the earth plane. If you're lying down, just feel the energy going out through the soles of your feet and grounding you here. And that feels lovely. Feel the energy in the spine. Notice the energy. Oh, it's a little different today. I love when they change it up. Me, Marilyn, I'm kind of behind here. I stay very present. Interesting. They want me to share with you how this works because you're all channeling too. That's what you do. Your souls who know how to communicate. Energy is your first language. Take a deep breath and just feel what you're feeling and notice that my voice at times, a lot of the times, is just a distraction. As you're basking in the energy field and you're expanding. So it isn't about so much what I'm saying, 
It's the allowing and the relaxing. Notice your ears. A couple of people said there, um, a couple of moms, your ears cleared. You just swallowed and your ears cleared. So if that's you, uh, there's some kids out here that are helping, you know. When we do this, you know, we record and it takes a while for it to get out there. But the people who are showing up here to support their loved ones out there, when you're listening, they wrap themselves around you and they want to tell you they know the intention. They know the love. They know the responsibility. But sometimes you can't. So if you can't, again, just notice your breathing. Let yourself relax. Give yourself permission to not be able to do anything with your energy, with your intention. And if you can, the basis of it, the reason for it, even notice in your heart, even if it's so very painful, is because you care. If you didn't care about them, you wouldn't be right here right now focusing. So notice the energy of the heart and the responsibility and your desire that from right here on the earth plane, where you sit, stand, walk, wherever you are, out in nature is lovely too. But from wherever you are, just take a breath and realize they know where you are. They're wrapped around you. The wind whispers, the trees talk, the doggies bark, sun comes out from behind a cloud. Notice if there are birds singing. If you can, then do the mantras, do the protection. But even if you can't do that, and you're just kind of sitting here and you can't, take a deep breath and just say, yes, answer in the affirmative. Allow yourself to be loved and nurtured, even if you don't know how to give it back yet, because you know what? If you're in this state, you are giving it back. You might not talk about it at this point. You might not. Whatever stage you're in, do you know something? Our first language is energy. So when you're loving, even if you're rolled up in a ball and feel like you can't breathe, that love is still emanating from you. No matter how much you're contracting, you're contracting because the love in your heart is so big. And your brain cannot conceive of walking forward and not having that smile, those eyes, that hug. How beautiful to know that all of that exists at a different vibrational field, but how does that serve you right here, right now? Well, in terms of our love for them, they have not lost everything the way we look at having in quotes, lost them, because they are not with us in the physical plane. So that does feel, of course, lost to us. And they've talked plenty out there in the channeling, especially kids, they don't like to be called lost because they know exactly where they are. They are beside you. But we feel lost because we don't know how to navigate without the loved one that's been with us on this earth plane. If it's a parent or somebody, a grandparent or someone, an, an aunt, an uncle, somebody who's been a big influence in your life, you might not have had one day without them. I remember when my mom went out of body and how 
I've said this before, it really feels like somebody pulled the rug out. I kept telling myself, well, you can channel, it'll be okay. I was dizzy and kept falling down. It literally feels like somebody pulled the rug out. And I stopped to think, if you're lucky enough to have a mother that you have a, a, a good relationship with, it's something we dread. And they want to say from out there, if, if you had a circumstance where it wasn't a great relationship and your heart bleeds because, and, and this goes for everyone, not just parents, but anyone we love who's gone out of body, talk about lost, we may feel that we've lost the opportunity to make things better, resolve things, water under the bridge. You know, they talk about it all the time that they want us to honor the love, but we don't, we don't have to honor the dysfunctions, especially if they pass them on to us. We talk a lot about that. So here they are wrapped around us, and our opportunity is not missed, even though on the earth plane we might feel that it is. We can't see their eyes physically looking back at us. We can't hug them when we get to that resolution, or even if we don't. But notice how your heart is feeling. You can direct it out there. Yes, you can. You can make it your responsibility to direct it out there. It's okay if you feel you can't. But here's something that they say out there is happening all the time. Even when you feel you can't. And they're crying out there with bliss about this. And it might sound like a funny word, but that's the word they use. Because your love emanates from you in your grief, in your disability to function, if that's what's happening for you. Oh, somebody just screamed. While you're screaming at me for being out of body, the love is emanating from you, and they can see that. Regardless of their, their situation with you, how it was left before they went out of body, regardless of your anger, would you be so angry if you didn't care? It shows that you do. It gets really complicated. But they want to tell us it really comes down to love and energy. And what they want us to know beyond a doubt, that we are a full-on soul, and just because we are in our vehicle does not make us any less. So the vehicle, of course, vibrates at a lower frequency to take us all around the earth plane. But we can nurture, we can love, and we can throw kisses out the window. We do that even when we don't know if we're doing that. And that's because energy is our first language. When we come into body, and if we're lucky enough to have someone smiling at us and doing a whole lot of that, as they say in the old days, coochie, coochie, coo, we're looking up with love and wonder and bright eyes to take in the physical plane do they know the words? They probably do because they've been listening to us while we're out of body. I think it's really interesting, the divine conspiracy for our growth, that they can't talk to us right away because they tell us all the secrets, and especially those coming in with more soul memory. And that goes for you too. If you're listening to this, you have a lot of soul memory. If this is what you need to do, what you like to do, what you need to do, wherever it is. That's all that energy letting you know 
that they're communicating with you and loving you, or you wouldn't be pulled to this right now. So if energy is our first language and we're a child drinking in and drinking in, take a deep breath and look up to the heavens, eyes closed or not. Whatever works for you, turn your attention and let the energy, ah, let that energy, let the love out there just gently rain down upon you because it's always there. It's always there. It's our birthright. It's our love right. It's our life right. And it's the reciprocity with those we love. Even if there was some difficulty, even if there were patterns that we're trying to break, even if there was mental illness, you know, when you go out of body, you leave that behind. But of course, there are patterns to be examined and understand so that we can be clear and grow together. That's why we come. We come to learn who we are. And when someone goes home before we do and we need them so much, and, and make no mistake, this is home too. What a beautiful home it is. And how amazing the basic truth that the more we embrace this physical home, the more we have access to our full home, the inclusiveness, as above, so below, because it always is that way. Notice how the heart knows that. Notice how the gut supports that. Take a deep breath, and if you can, allow the mind some solace, some rest. It's trying to take care of you. And it'll still be hard because the brain is wired to keep you safe, pull you away, make sense of things that make no sense. And on the earth plane, that sure happens a lot, it seems. But in the great expansion, actively, right now, those who love us are wrapped around us, caring about us. So it's really okay, even when you can't. And like our pal Jason Mraz says, cry your eyes out. It's one of the healthiest things you can do. If you know a kid who's had, on the physical plane, that loss of the relationship, and of course the person's still out there loving them, help them by giving them the access, by giving them permission to cry, to talk to their loved one. They're wrapped around us. They're helping us every step of the way. So even when you can't, they can, and they are, and they will continue. So maybe you can direct your attention. Take a deep breath. Maybe it's a memory. But when you have a memory or when you cry out, whether it's a smile or a scream or just a fleeting thought, ah, there's an airplane. We have the full, we have the door open today. I don't know if you can hear the airplane going by, but what perfect timing. They're flying around above us. They're right next to us. They're holding us. They're loving us. Allow yourself to be expanded. Think of yourself flying just like that airplane, but you're safe right here in your body. Know that even though you can't, it's happening. It's wrapped around you. Don't let, let your mind fool you. In fact, let your mind rest and just know with your heart that the love continues. 
And right here, right now, allow yourself to drift wherever it is you need to go. Even when you can't, it's happening. And the love is always, always there. Theirs as well as yours. Until next time. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at marilyncapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.